Today, the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, our readings are encouraging and very assuring of God's mercy for each one of us. We are encouraged today never to let our smallness, not to let our weaknesses separate us from God, but to challenge us to go closer to God for his strength and support. The strength to move on in life comes from him, and he alone can turn our weaknesses into power. The first reading tells the call of Isaiah to the prophetic ministry. In a vision in the temple, God reveals himself to Isaiah as the all-holy one. This vision evokes in Isaiah a sense of his own sinfulness. He cries out in fear, Woe to me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have looked at the king, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah judged and condemned himself as a sinner, as one who was good for nothing except death. When Isaiah saw in himself, in his encounter with God, he identified himself as a sinner. But what he saw in himself was different from what God saw in him. While Isaiah saw only sin, weakness, and death, God saw in him one who would be forgiven and shown mercy. God saw in him a great prophet in the making. He saw him as a suitable instrument to be used for the good of people and for the glory of God. We are told one of the angels touched Isaiah's mouth with a live coal from the altar of God and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your sins are taken away and you are forgiven. When Isaiah was cleansed of his sins, he responded without hesitation to the divine call. He was transformed by God into a divine instrument, a mighty prophet of God. In our second reading today, St. Paul gave a similar testimony. Paul saw himself as a great sinner because he persecuted the church of God. He arrested and he killed so many of God's children. But God arrested him and turned him into an apostle. Paul says in our second reading this today, I am the least of the prophets, unfit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I, or rather the grace of God that is with me, have worked harder than any of the others. 
But what matters is that I preach what they preach, and that is what you believe. St. Paul is here boasting of God's grace and mercy. In spite of his unworthiness, he is a witness to the resurrection of Christ. Dearly beloved, each one of us has his or her own conversion story to tell. When we encounter the Lord, it is not our past. It is what the Lord can use us to accomplish from now. Probably if the Lord were to look at my past, I might not be standing here. Probably if the Lord is to look at your past, you would have no chance to be called a child of God. But it's by the grace of God that we are who we are. It's the grace of God that enables us to be used as instruments to accomplish his mission on earth. In fact, the storyline continues in today's gospel reading in the encounter between Jesus and Peter. Simon Peter and his partners are out of their boat washing their nets, a sign that they are through with the search for fish, at least for the day. They are tired and frustrated because they have fished all night and caught nothing. Jesus directs Simon to cast his net, and in obedience to the word of God, Simon does, and he had a bountiful catch that marveled him and his companions. Peter then recognizing the sanctity of Christ in this miracle, this encounter evokes in Peter a sense of their own sinfulness and unworthiness, so much so that he asks Jesus to depart from him because Peter thinks, I am not worthy for you to be closer to me. Obviously, Peter had not yet grabbed the fact that it was to cause sinners that Jesus Christ came to call them away from sin and to a new way of life. Nevertheless, at the words of Jesus, Peter and his companions left everything and became Jesus' first disciples. The word of God is powerful, and if we will allow the word of God to be active in our lives, there is going to be a transformation. Before Peter and his companions encountered the Lord, after the, the night's work of fishing and catching nothing, they were frustrated. They were disappointed. There was the sign of hopelessness. But the Lord tells them to cast the net during the broad laid light. And just imagine a professional group of fishermen who had embarked on fishing all night. Catching nothing is now being directed by the carpenter's son to catch fish during the daylight. You know, Peter could have easily brushed that aside and said, you idiot. This is not how to fish. This is not a time. 
And let me tell you, I know about my business. I've done this from childhood. Who are you to tell me what to do now? But Peter said, we have worked all night. We got nothing. But since you say so, I will cast the net. Obedience to God's word. At times we are so proud to allow God to be God in our lives. At times we are so proud to listen to the voice of God calling us to do something that may seem stupid. But that is where the fulfillment in life comes. And when Peter did as Jesus told, they caught a lot of fish. It was a miracle. It was an experience that made Peter realize that the person standing in front of me is not just a mere carpenter's son. He's somebody special. He's somebody of divine character. So he said, depart from me, for I am a sinner. Dearly beloved, Jesus tells Peter, from this day on, you will become fishes of men and women. No more catching fish. And they left everything to follow Jesus. They left everything, including their old state of life, their livelihood, their canoe, their nets. Maybe some of the workers who were helping them, they left all behind to follow Jesus. By our baptisms, we too are called to follow Jesus. But what does the following of Christ mean for the ordinary person? It means to be a Christian where you are and in your chosen profession. There are many ways than one of serving Christ and his gospel. The first instance is not to an apostolate, but to discipleship. Jesus called Simon Peter and his companions to be disciples before he gave them an apostolate to go and spread the good news to all the world. We might feel unworthy, but we are assured today that Isaiah, Paul, and Peter each began by acknowledging his unworthiness and inadequacy. Yet, if they all became great instruments in the hands of God, why not you? If Isaiah, if Saul, and if Peter and his companions became a very good and useful instruments in the hands of God, I believe that you can become a useful instrument in the hand of God. If I can become an instrument in the hand of God, I believe you can be a better instrument in the hand of God. Dearly beloved, if we acknowledge our weaknesses, God can strengthen us. If we acknowledge our emptiness, God can fill us. If we acknowledge our poverty, God can enrich us. 
Today's liturgy is not to glorify sin or reward sinners for their actions. God frowns on sin, but God loves the sinner because every sinner is a potential saint in the making. Provided that we listen to God, provided that we allow the Lord to lift us up from where we have fallen, we are potential saint. No matter what people say about you, no matter what people think about you, and no matter how guilty you feel about your past behavior and life, there is hope for you. Jesus is ever ready to transform you into a useful instrument in his hand. Today's liturgy reminds us of the availability of God's grace and mercy for each one of us. And uh, Pope Francis says that the ocean of God's mercy can never, can never be depleted by the gravity and enormity of our sins. He is the essence of love and mercy. And he can never be outdone in mercy. Today's liturgy is a call to repentance. The people God called and used were not holy when they were called. They were sinful people like you and I. But they allowed themselves to be transformed and empowered by God. Beloved, you and I have sinned. We have disappointed God. We have disappointed other people. But anyone who repents today will be transformed by the grace and mercy of God. St. Paul says, today if you hear the word of God, harden not your heart. It doesn't matter right now the gravity of the sins you and I have committed. What matters now is that God wants us to repent and return to him. Let us therefore ask for the grace of repentance and go back to our Father through our Lord Jesus Christ so that we can be transformed into the instrument pleasing to God so that we can be used in bringing people closer to him by our word and by example. May the Holy Spirit help us. Amen.